Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a nature show host. In a native habitat of a suburban driveway, the poor victim of a broken windshield is left assessing his vehicle utterly helpless. Well, not true. If he's got Geico, he can file a claim online, over the phone, or with his handy mobile app. But like a lone gazelle, he'll suddenly be left to fend for himself, awaiting his terrible fate. Nope. Geico will assign him a designated claims team to help him out, too. So the gazelle gets his car fixed and everything. Wow. Nature is so cool. Geico. Great service, without all the drama. ¿Quieres fortalecer tu inmunidad y proteger a tu comunidad? Obtén una dosis de refuerzo contra COVID-19. Si han pasado al menos seis meses desde tu última dosis de Pfizer o Moderna, o al menos dos meses desde tu dosis de Johnson Johnson, es hora de obtener una dosis de refuerzo. Fortalezcamos nuestra inmunidad. Obtén tu dosis de refuerzo y también la vacuna contra la gripe. Para más detalles, visita myturn.ca.gov. Un mensaje del Departamento de Salud Pública de California. Josh Keatley with me as always, Donovan James. Uh, the Browns have a big victory, Donovan. I, I know that you were texting me during the game. I know that you were shocked. I was shocked. I think the whole entire city of Cleveland, I think the whole entire country was shocked. But the Browns have won their first playoff game since 1994, uh, beating the Pittsburgh Sears 48-37. to Donovan, how are you feeling today, man? How, how does that make you feel? I'm feeling good, man. I, I feel like I should have uh, stayed with my pick. On air and went with the Browns. I flipped. Oh, yeah, that's last. right. I convinced you to do yeah, that. That's my fault, did. man. You did. That's I would. My fault. I just. I don't know, man. I had a feeling like this wasn't it. Like, the, like that's a perfect matchup for them, just because the familiarity with that team and how uh, lack that team's been, and then the the Corvette Corvette stuff, and then the Browns the Brown stuff, all that stuff, and you know Chase Chase today or whatever yesterday saying and what he said on my so just a lot of trash talking, a lot of. It just the Browns were hype, man. They had the I said it back in what like I don't. It was I think it was before the Titans game. Yeah, it was before the Titans game. I was like, this team is different, like mentally, like they're built different. Um, and, talent, and I talent, agree with you. Talent wise, they're not top five teams in the NFL, but I was no. like, they can make it to not the promised land, really, but like to get a playoff win at least. I mean, that's all you're hoping for, really. I guess. I mean, always do want to win the Super Bowl, but you know that's a long shot. But I did bet on that. <laughs> By the way, yeah, you, gonna, you did. I put a hundred on them once we roll before. Gee, the, uh, what's, what's the payout on that? Fifty-five thousand. When did you place that bet? The beginning of the season. <laughs> oh, okay. so how the hell? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know, you made that comment ar- ar- around when they played the Titans, and I agreed with you. I didn't argue with that. I, I thought you were absolutely correct. We got in a little bit of a, an argument last week. <laughs> um, because I, I I said the Browns have every excuse ready. No head coach. No, the best player on the offense is out, and Joel Batonio. 
Um, you know, and they haven't had practice in two weeks. They haven't had practice in two weeks. The only days that they were allowed to go to the facilities were the Fridays of each week. And as you know, NFL players don't really practice on Fridays. Those are more like walkthroughs and stuff. So they had every every excuse built in. That mixed with the fact that the Steelers are good. They're legitimately a really good team. Um, I thought that it was just – I not only did I think the Browns were going to lose, I thought it might, might be somewhat embarrassing. Um, but they proved me wrong. They came out hot. Um, got their first playoff victory in 27 years. They got their, I mean, this is only their sixth win in Pittsburgh in 30 years. And remember, this is a team that they play, they play in Pittsburgh every year. And they only got, this is their sixth victory in Pittsburgh. But they, they came out in the hot start. They didn't stop. They were up 28 nothing. You know, as a Browns fan, my butthole was still puckered up, but they, they hung in there. And the Pittsburgh Steelers came back a little bit. Mike Tomlin made some really questionable decisions. Um, I'm sure you you'll you'll remember. I can't. I should have wrote wrote it down what I was thinking. Uh, but they were down by 12 points, and they went for the extra point instead of the the two. Um, and then there was a point where it was fourth and one, and instead of going for or instead of uh going for it, they punted. Um, you know, at that point when they when they decided to punt, I remember exhaling a bit, being like, "Ooh, okay, good." And, you know, that's because you know that you you should once you're past a certain threshold and you're down a certain amount, you got to go for it on fourth and one. Um, so I thought it was really strange. They got out coached. They got outplayed. Sion Takitaki had a huge game. He had that interception with a little over three minutes left. Um, so that made me pumped, but yeah, I, I was not expecting them to just destroy the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they did. They embarrassed the Steelers. They really did. Um, especially, like I said, the score was a little bit closer than the game. If you watched it, but like uh, yeah. the score indicated, but, um, I mean, it was so bad that there was a point in the first quarter where my girlfriend and I were watching it and you could just see the faces of the Pittsburgh Steelers and they didn't even look upset. They were just like, they were almost like in shock. Like what's happened. I think after Ben Ben threw his second interception in the first quarter, he was actually laughing. Like it was like a frustrated laugh. Like I can't believe this shit's happening. Yeah. Uh, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, man. It was wild, dude. It you know, was wild. And you're just having a bad day and you just like keep dropping shit or just, you get caught in every red light or whatever, like mm-hmm. your day to day, and it's like, it's just not my day, man. And that's kind of how I felt with that laugh. I saw that actually too. So, um, yeah, man. I mean, they they just dominated every facet of the game. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. the Browns and Browns fashion kind of let them come back a little bit. They kind of take their foot off the pedal a lot. I feel like they cannot do that on sun- Sunday at all if they are up by by some not miracle, but <laughs> if they're up that much on the cheese, they cannot let their foot off the pedal because. This team is different. Obviously, we'll get to that in a second. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've been through. He has the most completions ever in a playoff. A I saw game. that forty, but he threw sixty-eight passes. That's not. You <laughs> never sixty. Great. I feel like I feel like I was watching. Um, well, the stat line I saw. I feel like I was watching like a Texas Tech or Big yeah. Twelve game. Sixty-eight throws uh, is insane. But they can't really run the ball. Connor had the one run or whatever, but for the touchdown. But I mean, they've got a he's lot. Just, of, he's just not good. We, I, it started I mean, off we, great, we, man. We talk about James Conner yeah. on the show a lot because the Browns play him so often. He's a very average running back. I mean, it's just, it's just well now, but it's weird. Uh, you come out your rookie year after cancer and you guns blazing. I mean, he was a. I thought he was in. You know, he's one of the top fantasy guys. I remember everyone wanted Conner when he came. Out. Uh, yeah, um, that's true. And then it just kind of. But he never really was supposed to be like a star running back. Like he kind of just started off his career good. But they drafted now, him pretty high. They drafted him in the third round, I believe. 
Yeah, I mean, he's got cool. a great story. I love him to death. Oh, super met, humble, super nice guy. Yeah, one of the but, nicest guys I've ever met. I met him when he was at Pitt still for the award show when he won the, you know, award for you know after coming back from cancer and everything. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my life. But yeah, it's, but you know, he he does he had he has the kind of play as a running back that makes you. Ba- I could see why the Steelers bail early. You yeah, know I, mean? Like, I mean, I can. I mean, he, he's just, not going to bust it. He's just not going to. Shit, I think Benny Snell ended up getting that. Benny Snell got a couple carries in there, mixed in there. I like, Benny, I like Benny and James, but they need a speedster. They need somebody that can really like break a, a big run. If they want to keep Benny and James, that's fine. But they they draft a really fast speedster. That'd be I'm nice. Surprised, change I'm surprised change that the they pace. haven't. I'm surprised that they haven't given Benny a longer, stronger look as the lead back. To be quite honest with you. Well, they did early in the middle of the season, but I mean, well, they they throw a lot though, so I mean, that's they're definitely a passing pass first teams with those receivers. Why why wouldn't you be? But mm-hmm. um, yeah, they still need they they have to be able to run the football because I think Ben's got Ben's not going to retire this year. He's not going to no. go out like that. He's got like one year left. Uh, I mean, he played pretty well for the most part of the season. Um, you just got to protect eh. him as much as possible. I mean, he was at one point in the MVP discussion. Yes. You know, early you on. Right. And he was playing pretty well, but as the season went on, he got worse and worse and worse. And, you know, he threw a lot he of picks. against the Colts, though. He looked damn good against the Colts, and that was yeah, the last time we saw him in action. Yeah, he looked good. We thought with a couple weeks rest that that was going to really, really yeah. help him. Or but really, more. for the Steelers, like, that game, yeah, they need to make some some changes and everything and do a little – you know, they haven't won a playoff game in a while, man. The Steelers. Um, since they that year they lost to the Jags and got upset. Yeah, you know, I mean that's a lot. I mean, so they really got to go out and do a lot of different things. But really, that game came down to the Browns. Um, just yeah. a better team, dude. I mean, like the Steelers definitely got to make some corrections, but the Browns are just a better team. They're hungry, um, and they really. I I look at every football game in the playoffs like a boxing match, kinda. And dude, the Browns just came with that knockout early, man. And the Browns, you know, Steelers had to get up and. Worked their way out, but they knew really like midway. I feel like through the Thursday game's over because the Browns keep answering, and I didn't expect the Browns to keep answering like that, like twenty eight zero, man. I know. I mean, the moving. game started off weird with the fumble thing, but like the, the kickoff was weird, and that's a weird way to start the game. But that's just that's what the Browns needed. Like the Browns are all about energy. Um, Seems I feel, that like, I feel like yeah, like they're they're really a team based off energy, and it can go. One way or another, obviously, like the other bad side is like sometimes their emotions get the best of them. They kind of lose games because of that. But if they've been winning because of their emotions lately, I feel like in that spirit and that that locker room, man, they're just just different. Like I just kind of looked at some of the guys and was like, man, they just really wanted this year. They're built for this playoff run. Um, yeah, I think it was personal too. The Steelers aren't really the classiest, but I don't want to say they're not classy. That's a little harsh, but like they're not really. They, 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 the Steelers are really not afraid to shove it in your face. Do you know what I mean? Chase Claypool and Juju Smith Schuster are kind of assholes. So I think that the Browns really, really, really wanted to win. This week might be a different story. Uh, But Chris did, Chris Runyon just dropped in a a question on the Facebook chat. Do we have concerns for the head coach returning after the best first half they played in a decade? Different swagger or facing? It was definitely up there. That might have been the best game that they played. with Ke- I am not a Kevin Stefanski returning is only a plus. Um, I I think that the the uh, what he's done, what he had Alex Van Pelt 
you know, I'm assuming that Alex Van Pelt was the one calling the plays on, on Sunday. Um, the offense was moving like a, a fine-tuned machine. They got two turnovers really early, so that also, you know, the defense was also moving and grooving. Um, but, I mean, I think Stefanski coming back can only help this team, don't you think, Donovan? Yeah, I mean, you got to have your head coach back. I mean, that's an outlier. You know, if they played that wow. game even probably, like – this weekend versus Steelers, like I think they'd win still, but they probably wouldn't be up 20 0 in the first quarter. Yeah, that was kind no, of agreed. a lot agreed. of things just happened for that, um, to take place. But yeah, you want Stefanski back. Alex Van Pelt's a you know, been a good quarterback coach in OC for a little while now, kind of working his way up the ranks, obviously, since he was a player. But, um, you want Stefanski back. And really, like what I was saying before last week, the analytics behind what the Browns do and a numbers game they play, you can kind of you can't just plug Stefanski in. And take him out or whatever, but like analytics will help you do that. Um, I know what you mean. This is yeah. Kevin Stefanski's not like an emotional, like rah rah, like Pete Carroll type coach, no. you know. No. And he's also not, I mean, he's one of the, I think he's coach of the year this year, but I mean, you wouldn't probably say he's a top five, <laughs> top upper echelon coach. He's not in that top tier. I don't think so. Yeah, you got to be more proven. So well, uh, I think that, I think that that's accurate. Yeah, if, he be, I, if he beats the Chiefs, I mean that's another story. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, I mean, so he really, you know, when it came down to those players, just played well, and Baker played his ass. I, I Baker, I was like, Baker's got to play out of his mind, dude. And he, he actually, I mean, he wasn't really. It was more of the. I thought the defense more or less. It was. It's so funny saying that the defense played lights out because they did allow the Steelers to score 37 points. Um, <laughs> but there were bigger stars and studs on defense making plays. I mean, Andrew Sandejo had a good play. I don't Can't think he missed the tackle. Yeah, and he has been rough. I just saw how Sion Takitaki was playing on another level. Um, you know, Miles Garrett was absorbing triple teams at some points. They, they really had – there was people – MJ Stewart had an interception, and that's a guy who rode the bench most of the year. Um, but again, obviously, the, Baker Mayfield did play well. It's just it wasn't like he put the team on his back. The offense was just no. It but, was just moving. It was a moving machine. Everybody did their part. Nick Chubb, um, Kareem Hunt, Jarvis Landry. Everybody was just playing their their role. It was it was very impressive to watch this offense work. Um, Chris has another question: Do you all slow the game down? Keep Hunt and Chubb. Trucking, grinding the clock, ball out of Mohams' hands. Okay, so we'll get to the Chiefs in a little bit. I do want I want to ask one more question in regards to the Steelers before we jump on the Chiefs train. So I, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts, all that stuff, right? A big theme that you're hearing is people wanting Mike Tomlin fired. And I heard that and I thought it was absolutely insane. And you kind of alluded to it that the Steelers haven't really won a playoff game in a while. You know, he has a Hall of Fame quarterback. He won one Super Bowl with a team that wasn't really his. It was mostly Bill Cowher's team. And, um, well, I, I think I still think it's ludicrous. I think Tomlin's a great coach. I, I mean, they, they're constantly number one or number two in the division. They're always in the playoffs. You know, uh, they've I, he, they've always drafted, performed, produced well. Um, I think that that's insane. Do you think that's an overreaction, or do you think that's something that the Steelers are going to be considering? No, that's enough reaction. The Steelers have had what three coaches in like forty years right. or something like that. Right. He's good. Uh, they don't they don't fire coaches like they didn't fire Chuck Noll after. Remember, he was like winning four or five games like back to back years. Stay right. with them. Um, Tomlin's a, they, for one. These guys will fight for Tomlin. Like if they even think about firing, there's going to be guys that come in that lo- uh, that office front office and talk to 
you know, the Rooney family, like, Hey, like, this is our guy. And, uh, he's their guy. This is a young coach. Um, you know, in his early 40s still, and uh, I mean, he's done wonders there. I mean, he just went 11 and five, started off 11 and 0, and did did get upset by the Browns there. But he hasn't lost the division. I mean, now the Browns are up and coming. We know that. The Browns they're, are a good team too. They're a good team, and they're coming up. And the Ravens, I love the Ravens, I love it, and I love the Browns. And the Bengals have a star player and some guys too. So it's going to be a tough division um, to win. It, but star player, uh, that's true. But I don't, I don't think they had a guy like Joe. Man. Joe's different, but. A quarterback, anyway. But uh, <laughs> anyway, no, I mean, like that. You can't. No, he's not going to get fired for one. And would I fire him? No. Um, he hasn't done I, anything. I'm, I'm you know, fire, this is the NFL. Like that's like a basketball fire. Well, the Eagles fired Doug Peterson. It's not that insane. I think. I mean, I I think it's insane. Yeah, but, but we're, that's, we're, that's a lot of that's a lot of their coaches have been fired. They have, but he's not. Andy Reid too. He's not pissing off the front office though, like Peterson. Like, there's no, no. argument. Like he's losing games. That's it. Like that's different than like not losing very. Oh, many. I, I want more control, and I can't. Get, you know, he's fighting with like players on the team. Well, that's there's no players yet that have said that about. No, uh, matter of fact, when someone's become a cancer, like Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, exactly, Sanders, yeah. he gets rid of them, and then they always find someone to replace them. Manuel Sanders, Mike Wallace, you know, Chase yeah. Claypool, Deontay Johnson. James yeah. Conner, they've always done a very good job of that. Mike Brown comments, Tomlin is not the problem. Run game is the issue, and poor DB plan D. It's yep. been my gripe each year. Well, that's – Yep, he's right, I, whoever he, that is. That's he, exactly he, is right. he is right, but it's if that's the problem each year, that might not be his fault. That might be the GM's fault. But they keep they keep reaching for defensive backs um, in the draft. You know, they drafted the, the safety from Texas – or from Virginia Tech – Terrell Edmonds, who was yeah, that, that was that wasn't a good pick. Was a, a complete reach. I gave that guy a six round grade. He was very average at Virginia Tech, a place where defensive backs thrive. You see a lot of shitty defensive backs get drafted in the first and second round just because they're so. He wasn't even that good, and they, they constantly they constantly do that stuff. You know, I'm trying to think of another example. None's coming to my head, but you know, obviously, you know, their best defensive backs, Joe Hayden, who the Browns got rid of because he was so old and slow. So yeah, that's something they. You know, definitely have to address in the offseason um, coming up. And the Steelers don't – they always keep their picks. Like, they don't move around. That You don't see them, like, not having a pick, like, here and there. Like, they usually – No, they don't do anything stupid. They they them. pick, like, every round. They're, like, consistent. They don't trade up. They don't really trade down and give away picks either. So, they're going to be picking. And, you know, there is a I lot of – I don't think that's – the. we're talking about stuff that's like, that's a little bit out of Tomlin's control. There are oh yeah, Tomlin, sure. as far as the yeah. game plays go, I will I will say though I'm I'm telling you I stand by the fact that his 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 coaching performance this past weekend was the worst in all the NFL this past week, terrible, terrible. The the co- the fourth and one play, absolute atrocious. Going for kicking the extra point, absolutely atrocious. There there were numerous times where I mean they were only down by two scores at one point. The Steelers were closing the the gap, and they were making questionable decisions. And then in the press conference, he said his reason for punting it was because he wanted to pin. What he said, he wanted to pin down and win the the the, the possession the battle. Yeah, whatever he said, something stupid. Because you haven't stopped the Browns all goddamn day. It didn't make it. His statement didn't make any sense. Yeah. You didn't stop them all day. What are you thinking, dude? It didn't make any sense. And then the Browns went down and scored. It was just. Exactly. It was, I think it maybe. Was, I think maybe he was wanting like a. A turnover there or something maybe i mean because but he, he you know i mean like yeah. baker has turned the ball over like a lot um but he just not lately. They, they, they took not lately especially in the 
and they took it out of his hands. Really, like you said, they kind of just run the ball, and you know, he yeah. had a couple a couple catches. Hooping. It was a very balanced offensive attack. It was a very balanced offset because yeah. Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt didn't exactly rule the world either. I mean, you know, they're very fine days, but we've seen games where Nick Chubb has been the entire offense. You know, what I mean, we've seen we've seen games where Cream Hunt's been the entire offense, yeah. and we've seen games where Baker Mayfield's been the entire offense, and that wasn't the case. Everybody had an had an all around game. Again, I'm not bashing Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's a good coach. You're not going to get Mike Tomlin. That's how he coaches too. He's very rarely is he going to make the analytical decision. He's a very old school, old school. guy, yeah. and that's fine. Sometimes you win with that. Sometimes you lose. With that, but it's very rare for him to make the wrong decision not once but twice in the same game. And I just I, I was blown away by that. And I, I don't think that a lot of other guys he comments again, Trestle Ball, Jim Trestle, the Ohio State coach. That, that's well, I don't know about all Trestle would have thrown 68 times. Though, no, but, Trestle I mean, would have. <laughs> yeah. so no. I, I know what he's trying to say, but <laughs> not yeah. quite. Trestle would have uh, still been running the ball, even though they were down by somebody. Would have no, just ran, no shit. Ran the no clock shit. Yeah. So let's go ahead and move on to the Chiefs. Last time we saw the Kansas City Chiefs, they lost the uh, Los Angeles Chargers 38-21, but it didn't really count. The backups were in. Chad Heaney was the starting quarterback. The running back was Darwin Thompson. I think. Uh, I wrote down the Carius Keys and DeAndre Baker were the starting corners. Um, we saw Kalen Saunders even get snaps at linebackers. And those of you that don't know who Kalen Saunders is, he is a defensive tackle who weighs more than 300 pounds. Yeah. So, you know, it's not really the best judgment. It did show you what kind of depth they do have because even though they got their ass kicked by the Chargers, um, a lot of those guys that played were younger. Darwin Thompson is, is, is young, and that guy might be. Now that he's found his groove a little bit, that might play a role for this week because uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he, remember, he ended the season hurt. He hasn't played in a couple weeks now. So Le'Veon Bell's been the main running back there. We know that Le'Veon Bell's not exactly the same Le'Veon Bell. Um, so maybe Tarwin, Darwin Thomas get, Thompson gets some more snaps. So that's something to monitor. Uh, we know Patrick Mahomes is a god. Uh, we know that these receivers are great. You know, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, um, Demarcus Robinson, those are the big three. But then we saw a, a youngster in Pringle have a very good game against the Chargers. I think he had six receptions or so. Um, you know, so we know that there is depth. It's not like if the Browns or if someone goes down that we're, we're going to have some – if Jarvis Landry goes down, we're going to have some issues. If Tyreek Hill goes down for the Chiefs, I don't know if the I don't know if the Chiefs' offense stops. If that makes sense, their offensive line is also very good. There, which is funny because some of their guys are Browns castoffs: um, Eric Fisher, um, Allegheny, Austin Ryder who was with the Browns and got cut. Um, I believe he was a CFL draft pick, Andrew Wiley, and then Mike Remmers, who was a, a New York Giants cast off. I think he was a cast off. I remember him being a big free agent signing. Um, but that that's the offensive side. They're very, there are very few weaknesses, very few weaknesses. But what, what do you think about the Chiefs offense? I mean, <laughs> it's the best in the NFL. It's it's Honestly. hard. It's hard. They're, they're, they're the Warriors of like the NFL just because like, you can kind of say there's better offenses or offenses close, but like they can't make splash plays like the Chiefs. No one can. And I'm, uh, I, you know, I watch the Packers every week, and you know that's the number one offense point uh, technically, but really the Chiefs' offense just make so many splash plays. Um, yeah. And they're they just they can come back, man. They're scary. They can be down by 21 at halftime and be fine the next quarter. Yeah, I don't cool. really know what they're and they don't they don't have and, and they don't have a it's all about mentality in these playoffs games. I keep talking about it. And even TJ talked about it last week when he was on. 
um, former player, you know, for the Browns. He, he, the mentality. That By the way, everybody go check that podcast out. Yeah, we had yeah. Former Super Bowl <laughs> champion, Cleveland Brown, all pro, TJ Ward on the show last week. You can find it again on all the streaming devices or right here on YouTube, Facebook, all that good stuff. Plug it, baby. Plug it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Getting yeah. better at it. But no, I mean, that, that offense is just, it's like, like I said, man, the Warriors are down by like 15, which is a lot in basketball, 20 points. You're not really that worried. Like, <laughs> you're like, okay, they hit a couple threes, get that momentum going, they're fine. They have that mentality, too, that they can do it. Um, it's almost like a – it's not even cocky. Yeah. It's like it's just like we – We've done know, it before. We, we've yeah, done we've done it. Before. Yeah, exactly. So, the offense is – I mean, obviously, Travis Kelsey, man, I think he's having – I mean, the best season by Titan ever, really, receiving at least. Wide. You know, we, we talk a lot about them being great. He's from, is he they from had, Ohio, too? He's from Ohio, right? Yeah, he went to Cincinnati. Yeah, he's from Ohio. Jason. Yeah. They haven't beaten the spread the last couple of weeks because I bet on them pretty consistently. I know, yeah, they have. So we, you know, uh, I, they haven't. There is something to say for that. You know, maybe they're <sighs> winding down. I don't know. Now they're, they are going to have the starters on the Kansas City Chief offense are going to have two weeks of prep. They are going to have two weeks where they rested. Um, I mean, and they benched every starter. They benched every starter. Their offensive I, line, not one, yeah. not one guy that I read off started that game against the Chargers. So, uh, no, they I think they're fine. Like, they, they didn't beat the spread, and people were saying, oh, like, they don't look as good. That's true. They don't look as good. But there was times, again, like, I don't want to compare this team to, like, the Warriors that won the time. But, like, the, there's times the Warriors that, uh, now, the basketball is different. You're playing like 82 games a season. They play like Sacramento Kings. They won by like five points. It's like we know the Warriors can beat them by like 40. Um, now, football is different. Like it's every given Sunday. Basketball is not like that. Um, it's best of seven. Like you can't mess up in <laughs> felt like that. So now, you know, we're in the playoffs and you know, we're Super Bowl champs last year. But, I mean, they last year, even on their run last year, they didn't. They could have lost the first game in the playoff, or the second one, or the third yeah, one in the Super Bowl. So it's like the same thing. Like, yeah, like people. Yeah, I mean, just saying, like people this year were so scared and concerned about how they looked. I'm like, dude. I mean, the playoffs last year, they really could have lost all those games, and they didn't though. Like that's the point. But like, will their luck run out? I don't know. It's, I don't think it's luck. I think it's skill and the NFL. Well, I think the so question clo- is, are so close to, together to me. No, no one is, no one is ever doubting that they're the most explosive team in the NFL. No one's doubting that they're no one. And I don't think anybody's ever said they're bad. They just said they're no. not looking as good. Right. Cause last year there are games where they turn it on, they turn it on and they don't take their foot off the pedal. Even when they do take their foot off the pedal, it's they're still floor they're it's still going ninety miles an hour. It's like taking your foot off the gas pedal of a Ferrari. It's still you know what I mean it's just it's just a very smooth offense. That has not the the team that has not been the case. And I think we're, let's talk about the defense for a second. I think it's more on the defensive side and not on the offensive side. But it is something to note because the Browns are hitting their stride. They've hit their stride the last couple weeks. They're they're look they are getting better. The question is where are the Chiefs trending? Because the Chiefs to me are trending down. They haven't beat they, they're winning games. They are winning games, but they haven't they, they had not performed up to expectations. We talk about the spread on here a lot, and that's not just because we're gambling and losing money, but that's because those are the expectations. Because you beat the Jets does not mean you played well. You have to beat the Jets by two touchdowns, right? Because that is the expectation. So the Browns are definitely trending upward, and the Chiefs are definitely trending downward, right? Wouldn't you say? I'm not going to – I say they're about even. 
I mean, yeah, they're not being skilled. I'm I talking. No, I'm not talking about skill oh, you're talking, level. You're talking about I'm actual talking about like trend. their trend. Their oh, trend. Yeah, yeah, they they would be down for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I think like even percentage wise of team, uh, you know, they pick like what team's gonna win the Super Bowl or make it. They're, they're you know their percentage down. You know, from a lot of people are on the Bills right now. Their trend is way up because exactly. Bills are exactly. the Bills have won ten out of eleven games and they've been yeah. rubbing people. I mean, or the Ravens. Or the yeah, and I, you know, I, I was really high on that Ravens team when when they were still kind of like in a ninth seed. I was like, their their schedule's easy at the end, and they're they're turning up, and that was yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, I mean, this game, um, is definitely two trends. One's kind of I just don't think you know I, I what I think is a two is coaching wise. Andy Reid, um, I feel like he always has something up his sleeve. Like he's, he's so not. he's like so yeah, man, he's so tough to. Well, and like you know his game plan. He's got fifteen as his quarterback. He's got those receivers, but there's he makes football. You know this. You played like there's there's two or three damn plays and coaching changes that you can make mid game that no one's gonna know. Like this game isn't scripted. It's like you don't know what's gonna happen. It's, that's well, that's, where that's, the, that's where the beauty of it is because we don't know what Stefanski is gonna do. This is his first right. playoff game. He's coached, well, so we maybe kinda, he'll. We kinda, that's the that's one of the problems. We kind of know it. We do, but hey, hey, but he he might have a trick or two up his sleeve. Uh, he no, hasn't. I haven't you know, seen it yet. <laughs> we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but, right. but I guess that that's that's the big question: is if the Chiefs, even though they are trending down, they start at such a high level that even with them trending down, I don't know if they're still gonna. They're still better. They they're still better than the Browns. They just are. But let's dive into the defense before we give our predictions. This is where I think that the Chiefs' biggest weakness is. Um, I do think that they have a very competitive defensive line. Um, they have Capsagnan. Uh, I don't. I never know how to pronounce his name. The defensive end, the giant defensive end out of Villanova that we talked about on your podcast a couple years ago. That they drafted yeah. the second round. I don't know if they even drafted. I think someone else did. He's been okay. Um, but Frank Clark on the opposite side has been very good. Yeah. Um, Chris Jones, Derek Noddy, those guys have been very good on the interior. The defensive backs have been very solid. Tyron Matthew, Daniel Sorensen. Um, we even saw, well, DeAndre Baker's hurt now, so that's yeah. gone. But DeAndre Baker, that picking up DeAndre Baker, DeAndre Baker had a sack on Justin Herbert. He's played a little bit of a factor since joining the Chiefs after being cut from the Giants. But again, he's hurt. Um, but their starting linebackers are Anthony Hitchens, Damian Wilson, Willie Gay Jr. None of those three guys are very <laughs> – Anthony Hitchens is okay. Anthony Hitchens is okay. Willie Gay Jr. is a very great – he's a great athlete. He's, he's a good hitter. Run. He can hit you hard, but he's going to miss a lot of tackles too. What are we talking about? Are we Willie, talking about – I'll say Willie Gay. He he can, are we talking about his quarterback? He's good at hitting his quarterback or – that's, a, that's saying, a joke. That's a joke because he punched oh, his quarterback. Oh, with Nick Fitzgerald. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking yeah, about? Dude, yeah, dude, he punched Nick his own quarterback on the sideline. Yeah, Nick Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Oh, I did, remember that. Did he get it in a domestic dispute yeah, too? he did. He did? Yeah, before before that, but – yeah. But just just to be clear, Donovan, for everybody listening, you're not talking about him being good at hitting quarterbacks or women. You're talking about him being good at hitting the opposite team. Yeah, I would say he's a heavy hitter, though. He's known for his, his you know, the hit stick he puts on people like in college. I mean, he's, he's athletic. Of- he's very athletic. Yeah. Adam Warren, I used to argue about Willie Gay constantly because I hated Willie Gay. Hey, really? oh, he was constantly out of position. He only played two games this past year because he was suspended because he punched Dick yeah. Carroll. He was he, the, he, the games he was in. He was constantly out of position. So I just I, I, I remember we had Blake Scott on. Um, he covered Mississippi State, and he was just like, "Dude, this." He said he was he was like, "Well, obviously Jeffrey Simmons was amazing too, but you know, he was like Willie Gay's one of the most talented dudes like 
to come through Starkville, man, just on pure talent. Simmons was good at Mississippi State. Willie no, he was. No, but that's that's what Blake was Blake was saying. Like Blake was saying, like Simmons was one. It's like Gay was like that next tier. Like he uh, like just coming through Mississippi State. The, I guess the most you know recent maybe Mullen and and uh, we know was their coach last year. The, the Penn State uh, offense coordinator. I can't think of his name, but oh Mississippi um, State. Yeah, they had Penn State's old offense coordinator. Yeah, Saquon was there. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. But I know I know what you're saying. Like he's out of position. I think I think you meant like talent, like pure raw he, talent. Maybe. Who's the freak yeah. athlete? Because he, he destroyed it at the combine. You know, oh I think yeah. He, yeah, we know he's. I, I there's no doubt in my mind that he was a freak athlete. But he, but he, but he, I didn't like him because he played two games last year. He was constantly out of position, and I do deduct points if you beat the shit out of women. That's just <laughs> that's a, on my grading scale. Yeah. That matters. Well, no, that's a yeah, it's a red flag, man. And Jeffrey, and, and, and Jeffrey Simmons, I, it's funny because I'm defending Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons' situation was also in high school. Now we're we're getting at a whole another argument that we probably shouldn't even be touching right now. But the, I'm not 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 justifying what Jeffrey Jeffrey Simmons did. For those that don't know, Jeffrey Simmons beat the shit out of a girl in high school. Was that right? He was the one that was caught on YouTube. Correct? The guy, yeah, yeah, yeah rough yeah. too. That's a rough video. That's a rough video. Yeah, but I mean, it will. No, I'm not, and I'm not condoning it at all. I know it's a tough. Co- it's a I, weird. I know, I, now that I like, well, I, no, I know the story, like the whole background and everything about like how the girl, that the girl called mama fat or something like that, and he flipped out. Yeah, the girl's about to fight his uh, sister, and Jeffrey was like, apparently, this was like a big bad bully in the neighborhood. Like this Bro, girl, he beat the hell out of her. No, and then she like, was on the ground. Oh, she, he stomped no, her face. He shouldn't have done it. I'm just saying, like, but it wasn't high school. It wasn't high, and it wasn't even his senior year. It was like his junior year, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. His sister was gonna get beat up, and he just was like, "No, like I'm not letting this happen. I'm six three two seventy, bro. Like I'm not letting my, and I'm not like laughing, like saying, no, I know, I, it's, hard. it's just, I think it's just different when you're like dating a girl and just like beat the crap out of like Ray Rice for no reason, like this, 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 this reason, and Willie Gay did that like two years ago. Yeah, Willie exactly. Gay did it while he was in college, if I remember right. That's one yeah, of the reasons yeah. why he. It was like his. Uh, he's, he was there for fresh, four years. Yeah, I think it was his sophomore year. I want to say he was there for four years and only played like nine games, dude. Because he was constantly suspended. Got redshirted, suspended. Got, well, he has. He was on academic probation too. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Which is really hard in the SEC because half those guys can't read anyways, right? And then when. I'm joking. I mean, it is it is Starkville, so I don't know. <laughs> It ain't Oxford's a little bit more higher education, but anyway, now we're getting off topic. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Now Whatever. we're just now he, we're just making fun of Mississippi. He's, athlete and he's had a, he's had a <laughs> had a good season, but he's hurt. We talked about him for forty five minutes, and it don't even matter because he's not even playing because he's hurt. And his backup is Darius Harris, who was another undrafted free agent from Middle Tennessee State last year. And if you ask me if what my scouting report was on him, I would say, I don't know. Cause I don't, I don't even remember him playing. So to me, that's their biggest weakness is their defense. And specifically the linebackers, these linebackers are going to have a hard, hard time wrapping up against Nick Chubb and cream hunt. And even with Willie Gay in there. And again, Willie Gay is not playing. He's hurt. I, from my understanding, my understanding, I, it'd be nice to get some updates on these, but my understanding is that he's not going to be playing. Um, those guys, they can't compete with those, those horses. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. I mean, if I'm the Chiefs, um, and they're a lot smarter than I am, of course, but if I'm the Chiefs, I mean, you got to play the game out first, of course. 
Don't well, sleep. I mean, no. I mean, I, what would you want to do? I mean, if you're the Chiefs, because you know that's an issue. Like the thing about Andy Reid, I think he's very like secure in what his team is. Um, oh, yeah. That's why he's like top three coach in the NFL, top five, whatever. Um, what you want to do, I feel like, is bring up Tyron um, to the box. You have to because that guy can play everywhere. It's Honey Badger. You know what he can do. Um, he can be able to tackle you. Um, he's going to be able to want to tackle you, for one. You got to have that mentality. Keep saying it. Some guys don't want to tackle Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt, dude. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. hard. To, and I'm not saying you can we do it. We about it last week about how hard – Tackle a guy like you're that. gonna really have to trust uh, Sorison really in the back, um, and uh, for him to kind of make up because Sorison makes plays, man. Like he's not the no, most, he's not bad. He's good. He's, I like him. He's always just around, like you know, right. you know what I mean. Like he, right. he just does the right thing, um, and so I like him. He he's got a couple. He got that pick last year in the playoffs. I think two picks in both their games before the Super Bowl, and um, I just like him. So you trust him in the back end and, and do a lot of. Try to do some exotic things, um, but I would. Tyron Matthews is going to be the key player on that defense. So that brings up Chris Running's question from earlier in the pod: Do y'all slow the game down, keep hunting, chub trucking, grinding the clock, bottom of home hands? A hundred percent, hundred percent. That's my game plan. I fully expect Kevin Stefanski, and that's kind of why I was alluding to earlier when I said Kevin Stefanski is going to be extremely predictable because that that's that should be their game plan. I'm going to give it to Nick Chubb. I'm not I'm not going to incorporate Cream Hunt into the game plan unless Chubb is tired and needs a rest. I'm going to give it to Chubb every chance. I get, and I'm going to hope that I can get to the whole my whole game plan because the interior of that defensive Chiefs defensive line is very good. The edges are okay. Frank Clark is very good off the edge, but he's a good pass rusher. He's not the best run defender. Would you agree? No, he's a pure pass rusher. Right. So you, you, and we're going to have Joel Batonio back as well. If you can get to the second level, Chubb should be able to really, really, really that that is the game plan. Is is to ha- to have him reach the second level because the offensive line is so good at Cleveland that he should be able to, and then he should he should be able to dominate, and then you know incorporate Cream Hunt when you have to, you know pass it when you have to, um, because that they have to be able to hang with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and give you my prediction now. I, I that is a hard obstacle. I I'm leaning towards. The Kansas City Chiefs. Matter of fact, if we're if I we're gonna be honest here, I already put money on the Kansas City Chiefs given ten points. Of course, I bet on the Steelers last week, dude. I'll be I'll be on it. Well, I wasn't one of my top bets. This one, I, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to compete with those guys. We talked about it's it's gonna be very similar to what you saw with Ohio State, Alabama. Ohio State had to bring their A game, oh, and they man. did. They didn't. Guys we'll got. They guys got hurt. People, people don't want to hear about that. We can, yeah. we, no, <laughs> you, you saw you saw glimpses of man if they were healthy or man if they did this right or man if this happened because Justin Fields is a god, right? Justin Fields would be Nick would be Nick Chubb for Cleveland if everything goes right. They if if Patrick Mahomes makes one mistake if he throws an interception or he's out of drive or something like that happens, you know, and then the Browns can keep him far away from the football and grind the clock with Nick Chubb and, and make sure that they score every time they have the ball, they can win this game. But that's a lot. That's a lot to ask because the Chiefs, they can slip up and still win this game because they're fast-paced. They can score every time they have the ball. And Patrick Mahomes is a god. And Andy Reid's a god too. Yes, he is. Both Hall of Famers. Oh, already. well, I mean, Patrick Mahomes <laughs> will have been in the league for three. But, yeah, basically, right? I mean, I mean he'd have to – Close. Yeah, yeah he, can, he can have a very yeah. average – 
career the rest of the way yeah. and, and still be in the Hall and, of Fame. And my boy Reek, too. Y'all love myself some Tyree Hill now. <laughs> Cheetah. I mean, even, <laughs> like a, speed. But, even, uh, with, even with Tyree Hill. And, yeah, and, and Kelsey. Her, and Kelsey, dude. All those. I mean, Kelsey's that's going to be hard, Hall of Fame too. right now. Kelsey's in the Hall of Fame right now. That's going to be hard, too. Is And I'm glad you brought that yeah. up. I, I didn't even factor that in because I'm stupid for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I was like, you haven't been talking about Kelsey. Man. I don't like, know who the Browns are going to have guarding him because i mean it, i guess i would assume sendejo <laughs> are you know, I heard, serious i heard somebody say that no i dude no way i was like he played good last week man but don't get over it <laughs> like don't don't like, you well, know. he didn't play good coverage though either they 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 he i mean they had shedrick when shedrick Redwine, Redwine had that pick when it was what third down or whatever third down he yeah. sendejo sendejo was only really in on running downs he was only in on like he was he was like because he was playing all the snaps basically leading up to this se- the entire season, this was like the lowest amount of snaps he's played. Is, That's what he played. Is Denzel well. playing? Do we know if Denzel's playing? Denzel's supposed to be playing, but see if Denzel's playing like that. That's to me. I was going to ask you that before we even start talking about this because I just said Tyron Matthews the most important player on defense for the Chiefs. Well, by, to me, by far the most important player is Denzel Ward on the yeah. Browns defense because you got to deal with cheetah on one side of the field like he has to really contain Ty- now tyree's gonna get like four or five catches by default because he can he's just too fast he can run under you though they'll, they'll give him touches and <sighs> makes plays but i'm talking about you the bit sure. the big like 12 catches so a 200 like the the you, the Devonte smith game last night like you wanted to compare it a little bit That's he can't episode. have a game like tyreek has games like that though he's had a couple but, of shots. Like, they can't let that happen Here's where I see the difference in those two roles. So Michael Small's laughing at me. He, he said uh, scoring every time you have the ball is a lot. Yeah, I guess that, that was a pretty stupid comment, right? That was like saying, you got they got to score more points to win. Oh, like Bo- Booger <laughs> McFarlane. Yeah, that was a little bit of a yeah. Booger McFarlane. Or a Trent Dilfer a couple years ago, yeah. Here, here's, the, here's the difference, okay? Tyree Kill, if you, you, you have to be disciplined. It didn't matter what, what – uh, Devontae Smith was was going to do what he was going to do, okay. Regardless, was Sean Wade supposed to be a no, first? No, what, screw, well, first of all, Tough Borland was on Devontae Adams more than he should have been. That was dumb. Yeah, I feel bad for Tough Borland. He's trying to run so hard. He was running these fast. That was dumb. That's not his fault. Everybody's cursing at him and getting upset on him on Twitter. It's like, dude, what do you want that guy to do? That's the dumb. That was dumb. That the Devontae Smith thing was, I think that that was different because Ohio, it was almost like Ohio State was allowing them to do that because they were trying to focus so hard on stopping Najee Harris because they ran that weird 4 4. Now, I, it's so weird because you got to remember, too, three hours before the game started, they came out and said Tyreek Smith was out and Togi, uh, Tommy Togiai, which are two defensive line starters, the two best. Well, Haskell Garrett's better than Togiai, but uh, Tyreek Smith. Up, I said praise up for Wyatt Davis, by the way. I know, right? But Tyreek Smith is the best pass rusher they have. So I don't know if they went to the 4-4 to provide more pass rush or what the deal was. But I'm thinking that they were just trying to stack the box to stop Najee Harris because I think that they saw what T.J. Wartz was talking about last week where Najee Harris is just a dog, and they were hoping that Sean Wade can stick to Devontae Smith, well, Starkeesian was moving Devontae Smith around the formation so much that the Ohio State defenders looked like they were getting lost, and then they ended up having Tough Borland and Pete Warner guarding them, and that was just a bad plan. And I think that, but I think that they were okay letting him get the yardage. With Tyreek Hill, I think that you have to be the 
the difference is you have to be – you don't have to change your defense for Tyreek Hill. You just have to be disciplined in what you do. You, If you're going to bracket him and you're going to decide to do that, Sheldrick Redwine better be there. And that's, that is a huge concern I for just me think because that's, out of position constantly. That's, it's just easier said than done, I feel like, when that dude's on the field because you're so worried about Kelsey. Kelsey's going to yeah. get more you're touches right. and more looks, I feel like, because he's really – Mahomes is extending the play almost every time he's dropping back. They're on a gun. He's extending. He's looking for, for 87. But Tyreek Hill will be open to the top. He'll be like – He's Fuck got that, you're absolutely like, right. I'll the throw because like you're you're gonna trust Tyree Hill versus anyone really. But Denzel Ward is a top tier corner, dude. Like he's getting like, paid. Denzel. He's a top five, top ten corner, right? Top ten. I don't hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. I just feel like he can really he can, yeah, he can really like not shut down Tyree. Really. I, I don't I, I don't even the the whole their whole game he, he no one can guard someone for twenty minutes. Do you no, know what I mean? Look what Jalen Ramsey was doing to the corners this year. I mean, and that's another game though. The Devontae Adams versus Ramsey. I can't wait to see that. Like, that's you know a different, I mean? yeah. But in that, but Devontae Adams is a different kind of wide receiver because his route tree is is huge. I yeah, they, that dude's the best they're route. Looking <laughs> they're looking for Devontae Adams. Patrick Mahomes doesn't force the ball to Tyreek Hill, right? It's just force like okay. Travis. I say force to Travis more. Oh, I, I would hundred percent agree with you. The offense. I don't say I don't think it revolves around Travis Kelsey, but there are p- more plays revolved around Charles, Travis Kelsey than Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill is more like um, that that the, the splash play. Like, okay, I'm, we're going to have him on this route. If Travis isn't there, look up real quick. He Tyreek might be there. Tyreek by the by the time you're looking there, Tyreek should be 20 yards, 30 yards down the field. He might have beaten someone already. Does that make sense? Because you got to be disciplined. No, you're, you're you're right. I'm just saying that, like, hopefully for the Browns' sake, that he won't be beating Denzel. No, it's not going to be just Denzel. It's going to take a group effort, like you said. I'm just saying there's there's going to be certain plays. But that I feel draw up for Tyreek, and it's going to be when Tyreek is not on Denzel. It's going to have to be somebody else stepping up to the plate, and then those plays that Denzel's on him, he's going to have to. Maybe cause a deflection or you know just make sure because yeah. like you're the, not really the, gonna like his yeah I think he's number one in yak right Tyreek is right? he I'm not sure I'm I not sure think he's number one that's like it's just tough man like Travis Kelsey's gonna beat you and grind it out but like, I thought Juju was number one in yak no is he well I mean he I'm might wrong. it might be one one of them they're close I just Tyreek I feel like Tyreek will make this game if it's seven uh, fourteen to seven. 28 to 7, that quick. Like, that's the one I'm worried about, Tyreek Hill. Like, there's just two plays he can just go off. Like, and the Browns can't get that yeah. far behind. Like, I don't feel like no. the Browns. Like, do you think the Browns can get behind by. What, what's your number? No, what? they can't get behind at all. They can't get behind at, at all. all? No, I mean, I mean, they can get behind. I mean, obviously, like, if the like, Chiefs like get the ball first, they score. Points, 10 points. Dude, yeah, if it's two scores, the Browns are out of it because the Chiefs are going. The Chiefs okay. are. If they're if they're up by that much, they found their groove. They found what's worked. The problem, I don't think you have to dedicate your number one corner to Tyreek Hill. I don't think you have to do that. Okay. But the problem with the Browns, because he's not that type of receiver. He's not gonna, he's gonna beat there's like one way he beats you, right? He, he either runs across or he runs deep. That's what he does. It ain't like Devontae Adams where he's writing his na- name in snow and shit. You know what I mean? Like Devontae doing this. And then, doing, then he's doing, you know, love, yeah, beautiful. Love, he's like, yeah. that's like a critical route runner, like I'm, I'm gonna make you trip five times before I catch the ball. 
Tyreek Hill don't do that. I feel like Tyreek's been working on that slant a little bit too. Well, you said slant. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, cross. Yeah. You said cross slant. The problem yeah. is that after Denzel Ward, you go down to Terrence Mitchell. And Terrence Mitchell isn't terrible, but he is not fast. He's not fast. You know what I mean? You're basically giving him his biggest weakness. So, And then you're asking Sheldrick Redwine to be disciplined. And it's, right. I don't. Yeah. That's I mean, the most undisciplined player. We'll see. I mean, yeah, that, that's that's just my biggest takeaway from those defenses, and then obviously, like on offense, like you said, uh, Joe Batonio coming back is actually my biggest thing. Um, I'm not worried Browns. about the. I'm not. I'm not really worried about my the my game I, plan on the offense is a little different from yours, though. I'll say that. I think really, no, I'm not saying plan? they should be airing it out, throwing it 50, 60 times a game. You know, we see Mahomes versus Baker. They're going to bring that up during the podcast or the, the telecast about how they played in high, uh, Texas Tech, Oklahoma. But, and, and we both lost that game in college. That was cool. But the Browns don't need to be doing that. I just th- I think if I'm Stefanski, what I meant by trick up my sleeve, if I'm playing Stefanski role, I wish I was Stefanski. Uh, <laughs> then uh, I would be. I would try to throw early a little bit and open it up um, and get Baker some confidence, man. Okay. Um, so yeah, you just don't want to put Baker in a bad spot where they're down twenty four seven and he's on a lot of third and longs. And having to but, throw, you having to make every throw, and he's getting Frank. Then you're making Frank Clark the most impact player because he's all pass rush, man. Like you really want to go early at him, go early at him, and open it so, up for for Chubb and, and uh, Kareem. To me, so if you're going to throw it early, okay. Here's the. I don't think that's a. Here, here's. The, I don't think that's a bad plan. Okay, it's not like the Chiefs are, are laced with all stars in the defensive backfield. Jarvis Landry's very good. Austin Hooper's been very good. Baker Mayfield's been very good. Cream Hunt's been very good out of the backfield as a receiver. My issue is that's how things get you. The Chiefs are the more talented team by far. No one in the world. I don't world. think it's by far. See, like I don't really. Think you don't think it's by far? It, no, okay. I don't. I think it's. I think it's, it's, noticeable. Noticeable. it's noticeable. It's noticeable. Okay. The Chiefs are a nine. And the Browns are seven and a half. Uh, sure. I I think that <laughs> I think that throwing it early, you can you a you can get out of your if something goes wrong when you're passing the ball, like if you go if you go three and it's easier to go a it's easier to get, go three and out when you're throwing the ball, right? That's true. If you do nothing but throw the you go faster. Maybe it's not easier to go three and out. Faster and out. It's easier faster. and faster. I would agree yeah, with you, and then second of all, if if you get three incompletions in a row, or if there's a if there's a dip in production in your passing game, that's more of a momentum, more of a hit to your momentum than if you run the ball and nothing happens. Because when you run the ball, at least you're making them feel it, right? And you're not very rarely are you going to get pounded for negative yards, right? You may get two yards, two yards, two yards. Oh damn, it's third, it's fourth and two. We got to punt it. But you're you're giving it to them. You're laying it to them. You're laying the wood. You're trying to dictate the physicality of the game, which is what you're trying to do with this road grading offensive line. The passing game, I just feel like it has the potential to snowball. And we love Baker Mayfield. I love Baker Mayfield. I think he's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. But that's a constant conversation that we're having is, is he a game manager? Can he, can he win the game? And by asking him to throw the ball early, you are potentially asking him to win the game for you. Because if you throw the ball early, you're probably going to have to throw the ball late. That's, you know what I mean? Like that's- yeah, I'm, but I, I think that Baker is going to have to win this game for them. <laughs> I do think that. that. To me, that's an issue. That's a scary sentence. I, no, I know. People have been saying that. I mean, like, you're crazy, dude. I'm not saying, again, I'm not, I'm not saying I want to have a band game where he's 68. They can't shoot out with him like that. But they that's my problem. 
have to keep them under 35 for one because anything over that's already that's high 35 that's that's really that's high. not gonna happen dude <laughs> keeping them under 35 how are you how are you gonna throw the ball and then keep them under 35 the only way you're gonna keep them under 35 is you basically run the ball turnovers is a, is a big thing uh or at least you know you can't but you can count and this is why i would go early too and deep early penalties. Um, we know about the Chiefs; they're top five penalized team. That's um, fair. That's a good point. Yeah. So I think early on, you want to kind of just like they're not looking for them to do this early. So if you kind of can fluster them, I look at it as a boxing match again. Like they're the better boxer. I think the Browns even like might know that a little bit. Um, but in mentality early, it's, just imagine if Baker hits on like a 40, 30 yard pass, or that's okay. Let's go, and then then you can start running the yeah. ball. But that's like that's like saying, oh, imagine if you were banging Jennifer Lawrence. It's like, yeah, that's that's a really nice vision, Donovan. Thank yeah, you for that. Baker like, Day, I think no, I think Baker can do that though. I really, I think it's realistic. I think Baker can hit on some big I don't passes think it's early. Unrealistic. It's just you're asking a lot of Baker. But I think, well, that's the, my problem. But he's the man, dude. It's Baker Mayfield. He's the face of the franchise. Like, I think he's, he's, the man, he's supposed but, to do that. That's what he he is in the quarterback. I mean, look at the quarterbacks that are playing in the playoffs. Still, yeah, everyone says, everyone says he's the weakest one. But talk about Kevin Stefanski being the coach of the year. Who's the better coach? Because you're asking. So Andy if you're Reed's asking, by far the better coach. That's what I'm saying. So you're asking me to compare. I, I think that Patrick Mahomes can outduel Baker Mayfield, and I think that Andy Reid can outcoach Kevin Stefanski. So I'm just gonna try to. Gr- I'm gonna take Wyatt Teller's fat ass, Joel Batonio's fat ass, give it to Nick Chubb, and just push and just hope for the best. I hope that no, I know can... that's probably what they're gonna do. I just think that's gonna. You think it's so obvious that the Chiefs are gonna it's, snuff it it's out? So obvious, and you're running inside on those guys early. Like Nandi's great, and so is Chris Jones. Man, like and that's it's just, true. It's that's just the easy. It's, they're gonna they're gonna load the box, and then as big. I mean, they don't have. Like, who, a, who Odell, I wish I, I, this is the game. I wish Odell was playing because like he would be yeah. such a big game changer in this game. Yeah, um, because but, that's where that, you take out the X factor too. If OBJ's playing, Tyron Ma- Tyron Matthew uh, exactly. Uh, you, yeah. I'm stacking the box with right. Yeah, because there's no more linebackers, dude. There's no more yeah, linebackers. Honey Badger's gonna come up in that box and play with his head. But I still, but remember, he's small too, and Nick Chubb is he, he's a pretty ferocious runner, so it's still gonna suck from. He's no, very no, quality. no. You're you're right. I mean, I was like, that's all I'm saying. It's still Nick Chubb. I mean, Honey Badger. You know that guy's not gonna shy away from anything. He's no, gonna have. Yeah. Up. It's just yeah, gonna he, hurt when he's one of he's one of the best like form tackles in the NFL. Like, even what is he five ten? I don't five, even think he's five, five nine. He's like five nine two yeah. two, two ten, but. I don't know, man. I, like I said, I, I would I really want Baker's confidence to be good early. I just don't want to put Baker in bad spots. And I feel like it could get ugly if they just keep running the ball and Baker throws a pick there and they're down already by 14. It's like, go ahead and get him confident. Don't put him in, try to put well, him in. So are you going to, what, what, what's your pass? Because now I'm confused by your passing attack. Because you said pass you want early. him to. I want to but, what, what kind of passes are you doing? Like, like are you dishing it to Cream Hunt and have it, you, are you throwing like Alabama? Through thirty-five screenplays and orbit motions and all that, are you doing that with Baker, or are you going deep immediately, or what do you? And who are you going deep to? Because that's been one of the biggest issues with the Browns' offense is that their only deep threat is really Donald Peoples Jones. Yeah, Donald Peoples. I, I I would try to get cute early, um, as they say, and yeah, go off a of play action and go to Donald Peoples Jones, go to Austin Hooper for fifteen, not not that's thirty. Yeah. They can't do 30 every play. Austin Hooper for 10, 15. I, I, I would 
What if you what if you brought in all three of your tight ends? Okay, David Njoku, Austin Hooper, Harrison Bryant. You got Nick Chubb out there, right? And you got Jarvis Landry out. That's your one wide receiver. But because those guys, those tight ends, so now you're giving now you're 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 loaded. Now you're in a run, you're in the run offense, right? Run formation, but those guys are all receivers. They're all really good receivers. That's a, that's I mean, a good idea. That's a good idea. I mean, faster than Rashard Higgins and Jarvis Landry. So, I mean, Holly, you can Hollywood still – Hollywood Higgins. Yeah. yeah, so you can technically do what you're saying. If you're, if, you're not, if you're not trying to go four verts with it and spread it all no, out – I'm not trying to go like four or five wide or anything. Out of maybe the gun, out of the gun, just some crazy stuff. Because that's when you start. That's, that's, you know, just trying to have a shootout with Moses. You don't want to do that. Baker's not – He's a great quarterback. I like Baker. I like his mentality and everything. I've said that every week, but he's not gonna do that. I'll do that, man. Oh, that's just not gonna happen. Oh, he might, and I'm, I'm not me bashing Baker. No, you're not bashing him. You just I, mean, I, I get. I know. I get what you're saying. What I'm saying is outside the box. It really is. Yeah, the offense isn't built to do. Even if Baker, even if it wasn't Baker, even if it was John freaking Elway, that Browns offense isn't built to go four or five. The Chiefs are gonna. They got five. They're five, six wide receivers deep, dude. Yeah, the no, Browns are not. They're just not. They're not. I'm just. I'm not saying they need to do that. Um, I'm just saying they need to pass on first downs. Um, more because they they run the ball almost every first down. Um, I just feel like you cannot get too predictable in a game like this because, dude, you're. This should be. Ha- I mean, you can't be happy to be here, but you gotta be realistic. Like they, they barely made the playoffs. They snuck in. They beat the Steelers. Blow them out on the road. Another road game. I don't know how cold this game's gonna be. I don't know if it matters. They didn't they barely get in the playoffs, though. They did. I mean, I guess well, they did. They were, they yeah, they were one loss. They were one loss away. Yeah, well, the game was ugly too. They barely but won I think that game. Based <laughs> off of the, based off the playoff standings, even if they would have lost, based off the final week, they would have gotten in, right? Oh, because my because Miami lost. Yeah, yeah. I think right. how that was gonna work. Yeah, that's how that was gonna. Work. Well, Miami needed to win, and the Browns lose. Um, yeah, whatever. Um, but I mean. Either way, they, I'm okay. I, I, I just look at it as a boxing match where it's like this is the the top guy, and you got to really do a lot of trickery things, a lot of different things to win because they're not as talented. You you said it yourself, like you were, you know, I said nine, they were seven and a half. That's probably closer than you had it on a talent level. Yeah. I think you got to make up for that point one point half, you know, um, three points. And what you said, the spread was ten. I yeah. think I think. I I was surprised. I was surprised it wasn't fourteen. People are on the Browns right now, man. Y'all, the how does it feel to be uh, the darlings of America? Everyone apparently, I don't know how to handle it because I bet against them last week, and then, <laughs> then I bet against. I don't know, man. I I think I think they cover. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, ten. It's ten right now. Ten points. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. I had it. I had it. Uh. 35 to 24. So I guess that's one point over. So you're with me. I am with you. But I think it, I think the Browns going to like, talking and you're on my side. <laughs> uh, 34 35 to 24. But the Browns can win this game, man. Oh hell yeah. I never said they could. It's like it's just it's just like the Ohio State Alabama game. Well, I mean Ohio uh, State's uh, Ohio State now never closer to each other. Giving KC way too much. <laughs> what? Not you want well, you think the gap? You think the gap is farther away from Alabama, Ohio State than KC and the Cleveland? Nobody was going to be Alabama ever. Like 
I don't think at all. See, I think the gap is closer for Ohio State, Alabama than it is for KC, the Browns, and the Browns. I don't think so. <laughs> Not at all. You got to remember, dude, Trey Smith was hurt. Trey Smith got hurt the first goddamn play. Did you see how defeated Justin – dude, you got to feel Trey bad Simon? for as soon as yeah, he, he got hurt in the very first play. Oh no, Pearson. like that. I I know all that, man. Like dude, I just don't. I, I that, love, that team wasn't. That that team wasn't. They were gonna. Ohio State wasn't gonna win. I I, I yeah. first of all, I bet on Alabama. I told you that. Uh, so I'm smart. I'm aware. You're smart. Man. Uh, <laughs> you smart. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm 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 aware, but I I do think that the gap was closer. If you're asking, I I would say that I think that Alabama, the gap between Alabama and Ohio State is closer than the Browns, the Chiefs. And we didn't get a fair look at what that was because so many things went wrong for Ohio State. Um, I do think – I mean, there's just – you know, every, I, we talked about the defensive line, the two guys in the defensive line being out. And I don't think Trey Sermon is Zeke Elliott, but Master – and I, I don't – I hate bashing Master T because his name is so cool. Master and he's, T. I love when everyone says that name. I just and, like he, and he runs like – he looks like me when I – well, he looks like a way better ver- – I hate bashing him because that's how I ran. I was not good at anything, just running forward when I played. So I hate, I hate talking shit about him. But he's not Trey Sermon. He was dropping balls. He looked clueless. He could. He was so slow yeah. on, that, on that fourth down play. He tried to bounce it outside. I'm like, what are you I doing? Saw- you weigh 230 pounds. What are you doing? Just drop. It was. It was rough. He just wasn't Trey Sermon. That really screwed. And then and Justin Fields. Remember, Justin Fields was all hurt too. He only ran it. I think he only took off twice. And it was scary looking. Like it was like, oh no. Yeah. Oh no. But- Bye. Just a bad way for them. I mean, I don't know. I, I just I I don't th- I, I think the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL, but I don't think it's really by much. Like I mean I don't know. I don't I didn't say that either because they're they're not a complete team. The, see, I think this I think that based off of what I know what I've seen. Are they your favorite to win the Super Bowl still? No, dude, no. I, I You're on Buffalo. I'm embar- Everybody's I'm saying Buffalo now. I'm embarrassed to tell you what I think. Who your, who your favorite is? What's the rule? Who I'm thinking, dude. I I don't. I got this weird feeling about the Saints, man. I just feel. I told you that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> every time, every time someone hands them shit, they turn it into gold. Mike Thomas got hurt. They figured it out. Drew Brees got hurt. They shoved Taysom Hill out. There. And I, dude, I love Taysom Hill. So we talked about that too. Yeah. But he's not good. He's not. Whoa, 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 whoa. And he's played great. They haven't. They haven't yeah, good. good. Huh? I said he played good. He doesn't have the velocity. Sean that, Payne's uh, a, one of the best coaches too, from that Andy Reid, you know, the, the coaching too. So yeah, he's doing a great job. And, great and he's done a great job designing an offense around Taysom Hill. Skill. He doesn't. Taysom Hill does not have the velocity that you want in your starting quarterback. They scare me. That's a good team because, like, I mean, as a guy, I watch the Packers every week, and I mean. Like, if someone asked me the team that was scary being the most in the NFC, obviously it would be the Chiefs. But like, if if we do play them, I'm going to be scared. Like, I mean, I'm not really scared of the Rams, like, even though I'm, I'm always scared because I'm just a nervous wreck about the pack. But I'm scared of the that went out of the the Ram, the, or the Rams won that game, not because the Rams won, but because the Seahawks are idiots, dude. I don't think they should have fired Brian Schoenheimer either. I'll go on record saying that. There has to, because he is a good offensive coordinator and he runs a good offense. But there, you have to have someone talk to him about. Listen, you got, you have Russell Wilson. You have if if Brian Schoenheimer was with with the Cleveland Browns or the Minnesota Vikings. There's 16 franchises that would really like, or the Chiefs, or I mean the Chargers. There, there are a bunch of franchises that could use an offensive play caller like that. But when you have Russell Wilson and Chris Carson, 
Dude, I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, I just think I thought the Seahawks were a little overrated anyway, and then they had three starters out on defense. Their defense is already bad. I just think it wasn't their year. They were kind of a trendy pick, but I was like, dude, this is not their year. They were trendy because it's like they have Russell Wilson, and they didn't give Russell Wilson a chance. Uh, he had chances, man. He threw that pick early, like you know what? He did not six. play. Well. No, he, well. he played he the played worst well. game I've ever he seen. Played, he hasn't played well the last couple weeks, to be honest no, with you. No, he hasn't. They were talking about that on uh, part of my take. I was listening to that, and they were just like, it's like the first time they've ever, like, we've ever blamed Russell Wilson for, like, a loss. Like, because, like, he's up he's up there with Rodgers and Mahomes and Drew Brees and Tom Brady, but, like, no This is an interesting thing that we should talk. We'll, we'll talk about this yeah. tomorrow. We've got a couple more questions that, that people are asking us, and we, we've hit the hour mark. So let's answer these questions, and then we'll we'll go to our predictions and log off. Uh, Michael Small asked, he says, Sean Wade is so overhyped, I don't get it. Watching watching film of him, it was obvious he'd never had the hips to stay with Smith. Sorry, I know this is a Browns cast, but you brought him up. Um, uh, so I, I mean, that's actually a topic. We are getting towards draft season. Let's go ahead and talk about Sean Wade just a teensy bit. We'll talk about him a little bit more in the offseason, too. Um, I think Sean Wade is great. I think he's one of the best defensive backs in Ohio State history. I think he was played out of position, Ooh. and I think that he was the the defensive coordinator did him no favors by playing him on the outside. He was great in the slot last year. I think he'd be a phenomenal safety. I think he's very physical. I think he's got great length. Um, I do think he's fast. He probably lacks the. He, I think that you made a good point with the the hips. He probably lacks the quick twitch to hang with a lot of with the Devonte Smiths, Tyree kills of the world. Um, but I do think he's great. I just think that, I mean, he just, you don't have to, I don't know why you, you don't have to play your best corner on the outside every time. Um, UCF doesn't UCF is another, I can't remember the name of their nickel back. Um, but they, they play their best cornerback on the inside too. Sometimes if that's your best guy, you know, if you're, especially if you're a place like Ohio state where, Ideally, again, I'm not super up on what their depth chart is. Donovan, you probably know better than me because you're into the recruiting game. But ideally, you would think that you'd have some better athletes, anyways, if that makes sense. They're kind of young. Do- they're young at a corner. That, that they have some better athletes, but they're all like freshmen, retro freshmen. So, I and this year was just so weird, like with COVID. Like those guys didn't get any reps and everything, so it was kind of weird year. But I like. I've been. I covered Sean Wade in high school. Uh, one game at Trinity Christian, Christian Academy and. Uh, Jacksonville, man, and he he was like my second overall corner coming out of high school. And he's, he's really, good. He's he whatever what you what what you just said about him is what my scouting report like pretty much said. Like I was like, this guy is a good corner, but he's probably gonna get moved to free safety at some point. Um because he I watched him kind of struggle a little bit. I forgot the receiver he was playing, but it was a faster receiver and he struggled kind of like past ten yards, like fifteen yards. Like he can't keep it in front of him. Like he gets beat a lot, and he, he was talking that that talk to, and that didn't help out. Because I mean, you can't guys got to stop putting a target on their back. Like I like talking crap. That's just something I like personally. But like you have to back, Juju and 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 you got to back Claypool up. and now Sean Wade because he called out Devontae. It's just like dude, come I, on, well, and he didn't talk shit though. That was like the classiest way. He's like, I want to go. I want to guard the best wide receiver. So it wasn't Don't. like. You don't need to say all that, dude. Like, just uh, say. That's fair. Like, you know, you know yeah, what I mean? At the same time, the Heisman as a receiver, he dude. He's the best he receiver ever, probably, in college football, season-wise. Maybe. He's the best season I've seen. But uh, he doesn't He doesn't get beat all the time. People do overreact, overreact to the fact that he gets beat all the time. 
in this age of college football, you're no longer seeing David Boston versus Charles Woodson snap after snap after snap after snap. They He was only on Devontae Smith. I mean, he was on Devontae Smith quite a bit, but Devontae Smith got a lot of his yards on Seven Banks and on Pete Werner and on Tough Borland. They moved him around, so it wasn't like he just beat Sean Wade like a drum. The problem is when Sean Wade does get beat, he gets beat bad. It's bad. That, that's that's, that's, that's what can get you out but of the only, NFL in only, like three Yeah, years. but it'll – it doesn't happen that often. Everybody acts like it's every goddamn play. That's not that's not true. But when he gets beat, it's bad. And when he because he's an all American and because he is quote unquote overhyped and all that, it gets it gets uh you know yeah that's what it a, is. He's but a five star, that, he's a five star corner. But right I think now, that the so. NFL, I if I if I'm if I'm in the first round, I'm still taking a cold hard look at him because I mean look at Michael. Look Look at Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins was a cornerback at Ohio State, and they moved him to the Saints. When the Saints drafted him, they moved him to safety immediately. He's an all-pro. That's what he um, needs to do, move to safety. I, he's not. He's been a good defensive back. Yeah. He wraps up. You saw him wrap up. Shit, I don't think Najee Harris did. I mean, Najee, he, there was one play where he came up on a screen, and Najee Harris put a shoulder to him, and everyone went, ooh. He still wrapped him up, still brought him down. He's yeah. a great tackler. He's physical. I I like him in the third round, but I mean, dude, I, I he ain't, I don't think he can last. He's a, he's a, it depends how he works out, man. I don't know if he's gonna That's test key. that at all. Right. He's gonna he's gonna test like measurables wise. I don't know how he'll test like the num like you know he's got long arms, he's tall, he's lanky, he's got, he's got muscle, but That's he's he'll key. do that good. But like, how will he run? I, you know, how are he doing the cone? I don't. I, because I don't, he could, I don't know. if he's like if he's like it's very comparable to monitoring what AJ Green did out of Oklahoma State, which brings it back to the Browns. AJ Green's currently with the Browns right now. AJ Green ha- has was kind of was a very similar style of cornerback Oklahoma State, although not as good. Um, but he won with his physicality and his length. Had big long arms. Uh, he was very long, six one. Um, and then when he went to go measure, his arms were really short. So he went undrafted because those best assets end up being not very great at all. They were actually below average. Um, so that that would be something to monitor. Sometimes it's hard to hard to really figure out what the guy has until he goes uh, to the combine and he gets measured out. The last question, then we'll shut this off. If the team swapped quarterbacks, I'm assuming it means the Browns and Chiefs, what would your game prediction be? I still think the Chiefs are going to win. They still got the better coach. And it's not just Mahomes. The Chiefs have more talent. They, they're – you know, they just have, they have their offense is set up better for what they're trying to do compared to what the Browns are trying to do. Um, and their defense is good too. The linebackers just suck. If they swap, yeah, I think that she's a win. It'd be by about three points, though. It'd be really close. Yeah, it'd be closer. It would yeah. be closer. But- and Mahomes is like, it'd be hard for. Only thing that was, I almost picked the Browns if Mahomes was on there. But the only thing is, like, they just. He throws a lot of deep passes, man. Like, and they just don't have like the guys for that. Like, you can't really. What are you gonna send Jarvis deep, or I guess Donovan People Jones, like you said, or David Njoku and those guys? Are like, yeah. every every single receiver the Chiefs have is a deep guy. Even that Pringle guy from Kansas State, that guy ran yeah. track at Kansas State. That's yeah. what he did. They're, they're, all, they're all high height, and they run. They all run four twos. That's yeah. what that offense is built that way. Mahomes is definitely not meant to be like throwing under thirty passes. He's high volume. He can be. He he can do yeah. anything. But He's great. But like I think that Baker it's like Baker, Rogers. Like he can play in whatever offense. So some some guys I don't think it matters what offense they play in. They're just they would be amazing anyway. But, for sure. But I, I think yeah. that Baker Mayfield would be more. I, I, yeah, I, you know what? I would still bet on the Chiefs if they switch quarterbacks. I'd still yeah. bet on the. 
because ba- I could see Baker Mayfield really thriving in that offense. Yeah. yeah. Kelsey and DeMarcus yeah. Robinson. Yeah. Would still be great, but it's not, it's just not what, yeah. it's not what their offense is, is just not built to do that. Right. You Agreed. know what I mean? Um, that's it, man. Let's do our predictions and we'll log off. Like, I, I think everybody can already figure it out. I, I'm taking the Chiefs, giving the 10 points. Donovan, where are you at? I took uh, the Chiefs 10 points, 35-24. I love it, dude. I love it. But that's what makes the podcast so good because we. I tell you what, we get. I get comments on this. Where I will get people messaging me like, oh, you hate the Browns. And it's like, you? No, yeah, oh, that's but, funny. Yeah, I'm like, I hype up the Browns more than you do. It's funny because he's got a brown swag in the background. I don't. So. <laughs> that's true. But I'm just trying to look at, and I feel like we do a really good job of that. We, we try to look at everything right down the middle. So, and I, I but so, and I came out hot talking shit about the Browns. You came in defending them, and then we still end up on the same page taking the Chiefs. So <laughs> that's how it works. But this was the Brown Twire podcast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Josh Keatley sixteen. Please give us a, a like, a review on uh, review us on iTunes. Let us know what's going on. Reach out to us, DM us, follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Um, we're available on all streaming sites as well. If you can't watch the video, this live stream, you can listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, again iTunes. Um, Donovan, where can they hit you up at? Yeah, hit me up on Twitter um, at Don James Sports. The name remains the same. Definitely, you know, do what Josh just said. Check us out on uh, all social media platforms, yeah. streaming platforms. Uh, and then the TJ Ward interview last week was awesome. Uh, check that out if you haven't yet. Uh, that was really fun. And we're definitely going to have more for you guys coming up soon. So, um, yes, very excited. Yeah, we're really, really excited. It was, it was a good show. This was a great show. This was fun. So, uh, happy playoff time. It's going to be really exciting too when we get draft talk because we're both. I think that we both really like talking about that shit too. So I can't wait. We'll get some prospects on for you guys to interview it and and all that good stuff. But yeah, go back listen to TJ Ward. I was laughing my ass off when I went back and listened to it. He compared Von Miller and Demarcus Square to Obi Wan and Luke. I thought that was so funny, dude. Yes, definitely go back and check out that Star Wars reference. We are out. Take this submarine back up. Oh, but it's tax season up there, Captain. You know, all that stressing over taxes isn't necessary with Tax Act. How did you get... April here to remind you that with Tax Act, you're guaranteed your maximum refund while filing for less. Beats being submerged for another month. Hey, Captain? To your stations. We're headed home. Guess I should probably close that window I opened. What? Kidding. Switch to Tax Act today and start for free. See TaxAct.com for details.